No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast can take mature content. If you some expressed by the host or not, those are the hosts. Discretion is advised. Welcome to the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the Smackin' Raw podcast. Where, if you're looking for one-on-one boy-girl action, this is not the video you want to see. But you're getting us anyway. I am your host, the Patron State of Podcast, the Warden Matt Ritter, and I'm here with my co-host this evening. Um, you know, it's been it's been a month without Vince. So uh, I, I'm I'm gonna say it. Well, I'm sure he's gonna listen and come back and say something next week, but it'll be fun. Uh, the porn up poppy for the month, Miss Katie Kinsey Bebe, who has been here every week that Vince has been gone uh, until he returns. Uh, uh, honorary Pornhub poppy for the month. I have earned it. Thank you so much. That's why I'm here. Host of the Sheely Showcase, inside the mind of in the crowd, <laughs> story time with. Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay. That's me. I do a lot of stuff. I do. I gotta stuff. stop saying. I gotta stop saying in the crowd because it's not a thing anymore. Well, it's listen. It only has like four episodes anyway. Four? Wait. I don't know. Four. If there are Maybe four, five. I think I'm on two of them. So you are on two of them. Yeah. That is true. Congrats. <laughs> what can I say? Uh, how you doing, Katie? Okay. You know. Did my show yesterday, solo dolo. Um, I'm good, hanging in there. How nice, are you? nice, nice. Uh, fucking tired. Um, <laughs> oh, Vince is in the chat, so he definitely heard that. Oh, uh, he said turns yeah. off stream. Turns off stream. Yeah. Yep. I didn't. I didn't have the comments up. I, I said honorary porn of Poppy for the month that Vince has been gone. I didn't officially w porn of Poppy. Not here nor there. Uh, yeah. Um. <clears throat> tired i've been working my ass off thankfully i got off on time tonight uh we have a stream tomorrow uh, i've got will show sunday i've also got a house to work on this weekend as well so we can hopefully get that up and for sale Yay. um no i, I think uh, wait did i don't think he did appear on more episodes than vince last month because most of what he's been, Vince has been gone. Hi, Ozzy. Um, <laughs> most of what Vince has been gone for has been the month of February. So he would have only yeah. missed one episode last month. So I think you you took over one in January, one in February, and then he missed the last two weeks and you weren't on the last two weeks. So you have officially been on more episodes than Vince for the month of February, though, because he's missed the whole <laughs> month. And seeing as the month ends in the middle of the week next week, he missed all of February. That's true. That's so. true. The entire month. But yeah, uh, no no particular reason. Brandy, just because we appreciate her, maybe the thumbnail, or in the thumbnail some way, shape, or form uh, every week. Because uh, we, we 
randomly just decided we were going to start doing a Brandy Lauren appreciation. Like I just kind of threw it out there as a joke, and Vince is like, "I'm down. I'll get on that train." So, okay. I mean, it's y'all show. Why not? Just in case anyone's wondering, um, maybe we'll try and find a fun way to bring her up in every episode. I don't know. <laughs> just so it counts. Oh yeah, Jenny Nightheart too. We might switch back and forth. So, love. You mean the best Nightheart? The the only Nightheart that matters. That's a lot <laughs> today. Uh, what do you got for news and rumors? Because I've only got two things, so I'm curious to see what you got. Um, so AW All Access, a hour long show that's going to start sometime in March. They didn't specify a day yet. After Dynamite, which means no more Power Slap, because that show was fucking garbage anyway. So who cares? Uh, it's going to be like a backstage kind of behind the scenes thing. The people who they said were going to be in it, Adam Cole, Britt Baker, the Bucks, Sammy and Tay, Kingston, and Tony Khan, which I don't want to see Tony Khan at all on my TV. So if he's on, I'll probably just like skip that episode or something. I'm, I'm mainly going to watch for Adam Cole and Britt Baker. Let's be real here. You're telling me that you don't want to watch Tony Khan snort lines of coke and interact <laughs> with his co-workers? Because if this is all access, if this is a full, never-before-seen, behind-the-scenes look at AEW, they can no longer hide Tony's coke addiction, which we know is real. It really has to be at this point. Like, he can't be hiding it. That is true. We okay, are going to yeah. talk a lot about... Uh, Oh, there's a car on fire on the interstate. Be careful, Will. Uh, a lot about Tony Khan, his booking, and his promotions. Because uh, during the week, I have conversations with Mr. Warren Hayes about what's going on and what I like and what I don't like and what he likes and what he doesn't like because I listen to a show every week. And uh, we are very par far apart on everything that we enjoy going on in AEW. The stuff that he's just not behind, can't understand, is my favorite part of the show. And the stuff okay. that he's raising outside of MJF is the stuff that I absolutely hate. So it'll be entertaining that that's also true oh yeah yeah yeah. that's right eddie kingston wardlow i know you'll tune in for that you might want to oh my god i forgot wardlow's gonna have oh my god yes dim the lights and light some candles and set the mood for that episode a hundred percent nobody bothered phones are going on do not disturb nobody bother me during wardlow's episode or daddy himself come on now um, Will said something about open the dragon gate. So tagged, I don't know what the fuck that is, but cool. Um, Mercedes Monet proved mm -hmm. she had the strongest uterus in Japan. Uh, yeah. Congratulations to the new strongest uterus in new Japan. Women's champion Mercedes Monet defeated Kyrie Sane, proved her uterus was stronger. Extremely happy for her. Heard it was a great match. Yeah, I like uh, I didn't watch it obviously. I we don't watch New Japan. Come on guys. Um but I did I did see like clips here and there of the match and it did look really good. So Yeah. I I saw clips too. I also saw a lot of gifs of the match, but not anything worth talking about because it was just like Mercedes butt jiggling after a suplex or something cuz Of course. The internet. Um yep. Your girl, the 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 woman that started the Katie Kinsey Bay Bay bisexual frenzy, step on me, all of the things. 
uh, is officially off the market. <laughs> She's engaged. Yeah, with to- uh, her girlfriend's name is Tony. They are a beautiful couple. That is crazy to think that Sonya Deville is the reason I kind of outed myself. Whoops. <laughs> not yeah, not not kind of the reason. One hundred percent the reason, and what started <laughs> this lovely trend of wanting to be choked and stepped on and squashed and power bombed and sat upon and all the different things spanked and whatever uh, you know, well, that okay. we have witnessed through both the she Leach showcase and the smack and raw podcast and just private conversations that we outed you for on the show um yeah which is fucking <laughs> rude by the way rude it happens in the group chat we're here to make a good conversation good entertaining conversation uh you got anything else because that's all i got oh uh, yes congratulations to them uh i'm happy for them <laughs> yeah, good job. if you guys are um, listening and you want to thruple i know someone available who might be down <laughs> wait what i'm just saying if they're looking for a third like you know making a thruple thing I, I i know someone who might be available and interested it's me um oh uh the jeff hardy stuff Okay, we can talk about Jeff, I guess. Uh, well, I mean, white it is privilege. New. Yeah, white privilege rules again. And instead of going to jail like he should have, he just got uh, what? His license uh, suspended for 10 years? Yeah, license suspended for 10 years. He has a fine. I don't remember the exact amount. He has a, he still has to go to rehab. And um, there's something else, but I can't remember. Oh, like a 38 day credit. For jail time, which I didn't know was a thing. It is when you're white and a pseudo celebrity. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> true. You got so mad at me for like not. I won't say so mad at me, but you definitely were not happy with that response in the chat. I was just like, oh, my bad. Uh, no, we just said if Sonia and her fiance are looking for a third, we know someone. Uh, Nobody that I know of is actually looking for a third, unless you and Allison are looking for a third, and then I have suggestions. So, <laughs> I know some people. Oh, time served and mandatory rehab. Yeah, which time served is a thing I've heard that before, but still, that man should yeah. gone to jail. A hundred percent, seeing as how he was already driving on on a suspended license, and this was his third DUI, I think. Just, I think all of his cars got repossessed too. So, fair enough. Yeah, it happens. Nothing else for the 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 news of the week. I have seen. I don't remember dates because I didn't write it down yet. That'll be a later thing when I have to scramble for my show next week. Um, King of the Ring and Queen of the Ring is returning in May, March. I don't remember when. One of the M months. One of the M months. Um, and Backlash is apparently going to be May 6th, but they're dropping the WrestleMania part of it, so it's just going to be called Backlash again. Thank fucking God. For all those people who are like, Vince McMahon's back in creative, like, if he was, it'd still be WrestleMania Backlash. 100%. Uh, 100%. But that's literally all I have. They ran Sean Ross Sapp through the ringer over that, too. Like, he's like, I've heard this, I can't confirm it, and everyone's like shitting all over him and he's like i, I literally said I, I have no confirmation it's just something i heard that i was talking about i talked about it on my show 
and then they're calling him a liar and it's like well i mean he didn't lie he said he heard it and it wasn't confirmed he doesn't know like i'm not gonna go to bat for the guy but i mean can you really like they're all they're all pretty bad people in some way shape or form reek's favorite journalist actually gave wwe some props uh over there on uh, the wrestling observer Oh yeah, the re- the Wrestling Observer uh, Awards came out today, and people lost their minds. Well, yeah, because somehow Tony Khan got Booker of the Year again. Uh, I think Dynamite was listed the best show. WWE was listed as the worst promotion above NWA. Above NWA, who has you know a the- former dinosaur as their champion. I'm fine with that because this is the Wrestling Observer Awards and it was the worst wrestling promotion. And WWE is not a wrestling promotion. And I have made that very clear. It's a fucking TV show and it's the best wrestling TV show out there. In my personal opinion. Because it's a show that features wrestling, but it's not about wrestling. Where the other ones are shows about wrestling. It's a drama that just has wrestling as a way to solve conflict, but it's not about the wrestling. It's never been about, it hasn't been about the wrestling in a long time, but that's a conversation for a different day. Um, <laughs> if you got nothing else, we'll get into our spits and swallows. All right. Katie, I'm assuming, swallow. Yeah, I was going to say, I guess I go first. We don't have a guess. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll start off hot. Uh, I'm going to swallow everything. Uh, KO and Sammy. Okay. It, Kevin Owens is doing the smartest decision by not just taking Sammy back immediately. That's not what a real person would do. If your best friend screwed you over multiple times and you tried to like talk some sense with them and they didn't listen and they watched you and let you get beat up in front of your family, I wouldn't take them back either. <laughs> That's bullshit, but it was so good. I love the two of them together. You can tell that they've been friends for like 20 years. It's just there. Their chemistry's there. Sammy's promos recently have been so good. Again, Kevin's fantastic on the mic, too. Like, he doesn't let anything fucking slide. I love it. I love them so much. This is just... <sighs> so excited. Not just like Sammy being like, listen, I know a lot of things were said, but you know, if we're going to take down the bloodline, we should do it together. And KO's like, why don't you go ask your friend Jay for help? I'm not, no, like, fuck you. But then the whole confrontation between Sammy and Jimmy tonight, because Mm -hmm. like they interviewed Jimmy at the beginning of the show and they're like, so have you heard from your brother? And he's like, I text him. I called him. He didn't call me back. Uh, But I'm going to talk to him tonight in the middle of the ring. Um, and then when he calls him out after, you know, Paul's like, well, if you're worried about your brother, you should handle it by yourself. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll stay back here and you just, you go out there and do your thing one-on-one and out comes Sammy and Sammy's like, you broke my heart. You were the first person to accept me and you were the first one to turn their back on me. And Jay's like, you didn't leave me a fuck. Like you pulled the, you did the shit. All right. (laughs) You hit the boss with a chair. What else was I supposed to fucking do? Like, and I get it. I'm with them. Like, yeah, family is family. And while Sam and KO kept telling him, you're not really their family. You're not really blood. Like KO knew what was up and Sammy still doesn't seem to get it. Like you were, you were my family. And he's like, but you weren't really my family. And you turned on my real family and I had to turn on you. You left me like, 
I have family members, I have cousins and shit that I do not get along with. But if I am with them and somebody hits them, I'm hitting that person because it's yeah. still blood. Like it's what you got to do. Yeah. Fam- family is everything. It's like the fast and yeah, furious. Yeah, ask Don. Yeah. See. Um, I know Warren actually doesn't seem like he's been a big fan of this, and I think it's one of the best stories WWE has going on. And I I agree with what Young Kings Wrestling said, where like I get that Sammy was hot, but it wasn't the time to like okay, Sammy and KO go and they win the tag titles, right? Mm-hmm. That's a moment that that that's still part of this feud. That's still continuing everything that's going on. It's still interwoven. Sammy was more in the beginning involved with Jimmy being his friend and Jay being his adversary, and then Jay coming around. Then mm-hmm. he ever was really Roman. Roman was just kind of as he said tonight, manipulating him and using him. Right? Gaslighting girl boss exactly. The bloodline is a foundation. You can't just take Roman out and then be done. And there's another story to tell with Cody that, in my personal opinion, makes more sense. And maybe it's because I'm a biased American and I want to see the American Nightmare win the title. And Warren's Canadian and thought Sammy should win. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But, like, I was cool with the way everything went down. I thought the match was fantastic and emotional. And that's what WWE is. That's how they tell stories. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not just going to be a guy goes in a ring and they have a really good match and there's no interference. And then after the match, someone comes out and says, I don't like you and kicks them. Like, that's not what this company is. There's more. It's going to be convoluted. It's going to be drama. It's going to be a soap opera because it's a fucking TV show. And that's what people want from their TV shows. That's why 4 million people watch SmackDown every week and 2 million people watch Raw and 900,000 watch AEW and 5 watch NWA and 10 watch Impact. That That's why. Yeah, Will Allison and you know, uh, the producers in the back. That's literally the only people <laughs> watching NWA. <laughs> I think it's just that's, generous. That's not true. They've got the Fox News crowd. So 15? 20 at most. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, everything, everything. Also, um, oh, no, we'll get into that. That's separate. Sorry. I see Paul Heyman and I'm like, oh, Paul Heyman. No, but Paul Heyman... He's doing other shit. He's got other shit going on, which is going to be my first swallow because we'll get right into that. Uh, Paul Heyman playing the hypothetical card. What if Cody wins? What would it do to his family? Roman won't keep his wife warm on cold nights. He's happily married. But Paul is Paul Heyman literally sat here and said, listen, your brother came out and said your dad was never around. You win this title. You're not going to be around for your kids. Why would you do that? If you if you could even beat Roman, which you can't, but if you could, and then then went so far as to say he's gonna fuck his wife, in not so many words on live TV. Because if you didn't get that implication, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> Roman's not gonna keep your wife warm. He's happily married, but I'm not. That means he'll keep your wife warm, and keep your wife warm. It's just another way of saying I'm going to fuck your wife while you're not home. Now, A, gross, gross, gross. B, the amount of people who started tweeting the who told you tonight was open mic night, bitch, after that shit was so fucking funny. 
that was probably my favorite part about this is because people were like, oh, imagine Brainy Rhodes getting on the mic now. It's going to be hysterical. It's just, I can't. I'm not even going to lie. I would actually kind of enjoy that. Like, I would have really kind of, like, it's weird that the stuff in AEW that didn't work for me in this situation would really fucking work for me. Brandy coming out and getting in Paul's face and saying, who told you it was open would so work for me in this. It'd be hysterical. It would be fantastic. And that's the thing, like, Brandy and AEW didn't do shit for me. It was kind of like, like, we've talked about this. Cody and AEW, like, towards the end, yeah, we were we were kind of getting it. And now in WWE, we're very much Team Cody. And it's the same thing with Brandy. Like, I feel like if they do bring her on TV, as a, which I'm assuming they probably will soon, especially now that Paul mentioned her, not by name, but basically said, I'm going to fuck your wife, she'll probably show up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually like I know Will's in the chat and he's like keep Brandy off my TV. I'm actually I'm fine with it. Like like I said, I like listening to Brandy and given the context of the story, I'd be perfectly fine with a Brandy Rhodes promo. Um, in this situation, Paul and Brandy, I think it would be fun. I'm I'm all for it. I think it'd be funny. Oh, JJ was gifted AEW heels and apparently Brandy did uh, more in the group. Good enough. I never, I never did the AW heels thing. Um, never me. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, dude. Again, everything Cody <laughs> has been hitting, and I don't know why, and it kind of bugs me, because like your co-host was the fire breathing, roads eating, you know, Cody Rhodes hater, and even she is kind of, sort of turned around on Cody a little bit. Like she kind of lost that nickname, and you and I have both turned around on Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. It's it's a wild time we live in here. Um, it it's just the adrenaline in the soul, you know? Something, something, Cody Rhodes. As you approach a glory hole. Um, no, okay. That's that's the lyrics I read. <laughs> Where? Where did you read these lyrics? On my phone when I wrote them down. You're the goddamn worst. Adrenaline in my soul as I approach this glory hole. I tell myself I'm Cody Rhodes. That, I swear I'm, that's pretty. That's how it goes. I'm not uh, sure those words. <clears throat> uh, if you go to uh, at Matt Ritter on Twitter and then look, type in uh, lyrics for the show in the comments. Very shortly, you will get that response set back to you. So I'm just saying it, it's there. Um. Katie Spitter Swallow. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm I'm spitting everything Baron Corbin. <clears throat> it, this this man is a coward. I would prefer bumass Baron Corbin back, which can it, we might start going back down that trail. But talking shit about Cody last week got his ass beat. Talking shit about Sammy, basically to Sammy's face, after he attacked him from behind, got his ass beat. Talking all this shit about how he was the last person to pin Roman Reigns, which sadly is true, but that was like two, three years ago at this point. I just, I am not the biggest Baron Corbin fan just in general. So he's not doing anything for me right now. Yeah, I said it before, I'm starting to feel a little sympathy for the guy because he, he now he just can't even get a win 
He's relegated to jobber status. He can brag about beating Roman all he wants, but all he does is take L after L after L, and he had a whole character about that that was really fun. Then he got one win and became a douchebag again, and we all lost interest. And now he's back to losing again. And uh, I don't know if I feel bad for him after this week. Um, no, he a hundred percent deserved getting his ass beat this week. Well, he he deserved it last week too. So like exactly, <laughs> so I don't feel bad for the kid at all. Like it's his own damn vault. Yeah, um, I'm gonna swallow Oscar versus Nikki Cross. Oscar getting yeah, win. Um, Mella apparently wants revenge on Oscar. She was out there ringside. Bianca comes in. They do their little pose, and Oscar uh, starts drooling blue. Teasing the mist, which uh, I have been informed would not be a good idea to spit in the face of Bianca Belair. Uh, just a heads up. She not better play not do it. She better not. So, uh, but yeah, no, the, the match was fun. Oscar and Nikki always put on bangers. Like one of my favorite oh, yeah. matches from NXT was that uh, last woman standing. Where, yeah, last woman standing match with those two. Oh, hell yeah. And I love what they're doing with Nikki right now. I keep seeing people say that they're teasing sanity coming back which i don't know if i don't know i don't know where everyone stands like contract wise if anyone's even available from sanity but i do like what they're doing like she went crazy again because she has no friends as someone with very little friends i understand (laughs) see that was the second part of this is i'm spitting that really yes okay the conversation why? with Candace in the back where Candace is like, why are you stalking me? And she's like, I have no friends. But, like, we can't hear it. And Candace has to be like, that whole thing did not hit for me. Like, because Fair. she is the psychopath, right? Like, she she's back to being Sanity Crazy Nikki Cross from NXT. And that's just not who that person is. Like, the sad mopey I don't have. Now, if it's a ploy or whatever, there's something else going on, I may turn my... But if it's actually, like... Nikki went crazy because she said because she has no friends. She was a superhero and no one liked her. And like that, that's just not gonna do it for me. I'm not now. That's I want her to be crazy because she's crazy, not because she's depressed and lonely. Hey, as someone who's depressed and lonely, you leave us alone, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if it is a ploy, kudos to her. I would be very intrigued to see where that leads if it is indeed a ploy. Because Johnny's still hurt, well, kind of hurt. I mean, he fucking went the distance, basically, in the chamber, so that doesn't surprise me at all that he's banged up. But, I don't know what, that's the thing, like, because Nikki doesn't have, like, a male counterpart right now, like Candace and Johnny. Mm. Big day, Moke. Come back. He could. That is her husband. It is her husband. He wasn't Sanity. What was uh? What was he in WWE though? Because he wasn't Big Damo. He was uh, Killian. Day... Killian Dane. Yes, there you go. I knew there was a day in there somewhere. New day. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Katie, spit or swallow. Um, that was going to be my next swallow. So I'll just do another spit. Um. Why the fuck is Omos challenging Brock Lesnar? Attraction match. But, but like, is it? Yeah. One, 
Omos rarely ever wrestles, which is what an attraction should be. That's what Andre the Giant was. That's what ruined the big show because he was featured way too much and was exposed. He had to take losses, and then the appeal of him being a giant went away. Mm-hmm. because he was out there constantly losing, flipping back and forth from being a babyface. Yeah. They have strategically lessened the amount of Omos on our TV and severely lessened the amount of Omos matches on our TV to save him for big things like this. Brock needs something to do because Bobby has bigger plans for WrestleMania, which we'll talk about because, again, something I love that other people hate. Um, so yeah, like if the Brock and Bobby thing is over or at least stalled, Bobby's going his direction. What do we do with Brock? We have this giant hulking beast of a man that just out of sheer size and strength looks like someone that would be an imposing challenge for Brock Lesnar. Okay. I see what you're saying. I have realized <laughs> that <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to record. Hold on. I have re- now that I think about it, you are right. They have lessened the amount of Omos matches on my television screen, which I'm happy about. Uh, fine. We give Cowboy Brock to Omos. Do you have Omos win or do you have Cowboy Brock win? Oh, no, no, no. See, I, I think you misunderstood me. I was answering your question. I don't give a fuck about this match. This will be my, like, <laughs> bathroom break, go refill food. Like, this is not a match I'm intrigued in, which is weird because we, we're in that group chat, and, you know, Will is, or not Will, uh, Tim has been praising, like, oh, you know, the bang, bangerbros.com and the Viking Raiders and, like, the shit that used to really excite me about stuff like that, like, big, meaty men slapping meat in that is, instance, like, big, strong guys just beating the shit out of each other, which is what this is going to be isn't really exciting me anymore. So, like, I'm not hyped for this match. I'm just explaining why Omos is an attraction and why it makes sense to put him against Brock at WrestleMania for the attraction. But I don't give two fucks about this match or who wins. Does Brock... If they want to make something out of Omos, then yeah, Omos wins. Because, again, I'm going to be talking about him all night. But Warren was saying that losing to Brock Lesnar doesn't fucking brock lesnar you still you there uh, you're back <laughs> okay what was the last thing you heard me say uh warren said uh, a loss to brock and that's all i heard doesn't hurt anybody because everybody loses to brock lesnar because he's fucking brock lesnar true beating brock lesnar is what matters people that have beaten brock lesnar that's a big deal so if they have plans for Omos, if they want to make him a big deal, if they want to make him that attraction, if they want to make him dangerous and imposing, then absolutely you have him beat Brock Lesnar. Am I going to care? Are people going to, like, depending on how it all plays out and how it looks, and if they do something cool with it, then yeah, maybe you'll get my attention. Maybe like, all right, cool, like, this is a thing. It's going to matter if Omos beats him, but then where does it go from there? Which exactly. doesn't necessarily always matter because... WWE is moments, and almost beating Brock is a fucking moment. Sometimes it's about the build and the moment, and the follow-up doesn't fucking matter because the show never ends. You can always come back to it and build it back up. Yeah, it's about it. I don't know. Never mind. I was going to try and make like a 
innuendo thing, I couldn't plan it out in my head. I didn't have enough time to prepare myself. Speaking of the man who loves big meaty men slapping meat in the chat. Oh my uh, god, it's crazy. Hi, yeah. Say his name like, he appears. Uh Jesus said, Brock and Omos don't wrestle. They kiss, and Omos sweeps Brock off his feet and carries him away, and then they come back and challenge for the tag titles and become the next power couple, and Brock teaches him to be a cowboy, and we get Cowboy Omos. If that happens, I need them to come out together on matching horses to Old Town Road. <laughs> no. <Yes>. No. <laughs> I don't know where Jesus is like coming up with these elaborate stories recently. He had one for why savannah wasn't on the show yesterday like it was insane good for him though uh <laughs> yes. yes uh brokeback mountain 2 almost lesnar i uh, i'd be i watched that i, I don't know i don't know if i'd watch that Maybe I'll I see would. yeah because uh, you're i know you would entertainment is entertainment katie it doesn't matter what's going on it, it'd be cringe as fuck and it'd be an awkward watch but i'd still watch it yeah pure car crash aspect of it um uh-huh. that's what they should have done they should have done brock and almost doing a broke back mountain thing for wrestlemania goes hollywood <laughs> no that should have been our trailer no vetoed God damn it. <laughs> Electric broccoli. <laughs> I can't stand him. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm going to swallow Becky and Lita challenging for the tag titles during a ding dong hello segment. Uh, they strip EO and Dakota in the middle of the ring, uh, butt ass naked of their belts. Crazy. And uh, yeah, no, I, everyone's like, oh, Trish, Trish, Trish. And I guess there are rumors that Trish was supposed to be in Canada and then plans changed. Now she's supposed to be on Raw. I don't want a six-person tag match. I don't. I was cool with Bailey versus Lita singles because I heard that's what Bailey wanted. Yeah. I'm down with Becky and a partner challenging EO as long as they don't win because, again, what is the point of this tag team? It's not going to last, especially if it's with Legend. Mm-hmm. I don't really want a six-woman tag out of this. I really don't want them to add Trish, to be honest with you, and that's not a shot against Trish. I just don't think that every time Lita shows up, Team Bestie has to be a thing, and we have to tag Trish in. And every time, because every time Trish shows up, we don't call Lita and rope her in and make her a part of it. She had a feud with Charlotte, and she did her thing, and we didn't tag Lita along. So every time Lita shows up, we don't fucking need Trish. We don't. You you literally took the words out of my mouth. I was just gonna say the exact same thing. As someone who loves Trish, I was always Team Lita, but that's not even there. I love Trish. If Trish and Bailey just wanted to have a one on one. Let him go for it. That would be a great match. I'd be okay with that. You don't need to include Trish Stratus at all. Like, you really don't. It's like you said, Lita is her own legend. She is her own person. She did her own things without Trish even in the mix. Like, there's... Uh, it's frustrating. We're getting what? Team Firecrotch 2.0 right now on the main mm-hmm. roster. Stop it. Are they not redheads? Well, Lita's probably not a real redhead, but it doesn't matter. Why? Why? Why are you like this? I've been like this since you met me. Nothing I know. changed. Yeah, uh, like, like three years ago. Yeah. Will, fun fact. 
Matt doesn't watch The Office. Matt doesn't like The Office. I don't either. I'm a Parks and Recs guy. I don't watch it either. <laughs> uh, he's going to hate hmm. me now. Now I'm going to have to deal with him on Sunday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, we don't we don't need it. No, I mean, I mean, I am very excited for the tag match on Monday. I definitely do not think Becky and Lita should win on Monday because there's less than I stressed it enough yesterday. There's like 36 days until WrestleMania. Don't do some stupid title change shit now. Don't fucking do it. Sorry, my just I'm listening. Yeah, don't don't do title <laughs> again. Becky is the man. Like Becky beating you doesn't hurt anyone, but beating Becky does something. And talents like EO and Dakota could use a big win at WrestleMania over the man and a legend like Lita. Yeah, like have Bailey uh, fuck around at ringside, cause a distraction, let EO and Dakota win on Monday build up the story more for the 36 days you have until WrestleMania, then we can have the rematch and no interference or anything that time and just let damage control win because they're that fucking good. Um, WrestleMania is going to be two nights, right? Yeah. And you think this is going to be night one or night two? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe two? Okay. No. Mm, no. I'm lying. Night one. Because they're what I've been seeing and I think it's only right because Rhea won the Rumble that Charlotte and Rhea get night one main event, which if they're doing it how they used to, Rumble winners get the main event spot. Or if they don't do that, then Asuka and Bianca get that spot. One of the two women's matches should 100% get the main event of night one. And then you have the other women's title match on night two, and then another women's match. That'll probably happen. So like that way you're splitting it up. You're not having all your women's matches on one night. You know? Yeah. And it's going to be a fucking marathon of two days of a lot of wrestling and hopefully a lot of fun. And if you need a little help to get you through those two days of wrestling, we have something for you, ladies and gentlemen. Dubby is a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash, jitters, or angst like other energy drinks. They also have no malodextrin fillers and don't use artificial dyes. Dubby contains vitamins, amino acids, and nootropic and 150 milligrams of caffeine. The product is made in the USA in an FDA inspected facility that strictly adheres to GMP manufacturing guidelines. W has handpicked what they believe to be the 10 most critical ingredients for focus and concentration. W contains important aminos and vitamins that canned energy drinks simply don't have because W doesn't come in a, well, it's not a canned energy drink. It's not like Monster or uh, Red Bull. Um, w uses Neurofactor, a patented all-natural coffee cherry extract to help fuel you. This ingredient is what gives W its laser focus and fast reflex effects, making it especially perfect for gamers or just to help keep you up all night through two nights of WrestleMania. They disclose full ingredients amounts, and the products will never contain fillers or artificial colors and dyes. 
W is also sugar-free, maltodextrin-free, and keto-friendly. So go to w.creationworld.com, use code CREATION to receive 10% off your order today. Again, that is w.creationworld.com, use code CREATION. Good job. I really thought I was going to fuck up that transition, too. I'm very proud of you. See, he caught me. He caught me. Yeah, I know. But then me. I actually like started thinking about it. So fuck you, because I really was intriguing myself. I know it was actually great that it worked out that way that you actually thought about it. We had a conversation about it and it became more natural than just like a forced. Oh, what night? Because there are two nights, blah, 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 blah. Like it worked out so much better. So it was fantastic. Thank you. Till Jesus called me out of my bullshit. Yeah. Rude. Uh, Katie spit or swallow. Um, I'm swallowing. Bronson Reed and Chad Gable. I don't know how many times I have to say Chad Gable's a goddamn star. I love Chad Gable. <laughs> this is a Chad Gable stand podcast now. He's a fantastic wrestler. His his in-ring work is no 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 no. Just 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 fuck off. Listen to me for a second. No, it's it's not that it's every time like you're like he's a fantastic wrestler, and every time I hear something along those lines, I think of the Bret Hart interview from WCW where he talks about El Dandy, and he's like He's a really good wrestler. Every time someone says something along those lines, that pops into my head, and then I laugh because L Dandy. But sorry. Chad Gable, he's a fantastic wrestler. He is. His in-ring work, incredible. Mike skills, hysterical. This whole thing with maximum models, fine. But like he took it, he took to the big man. He still plugs bronze and reed. Pure strength. He is Kurt Angle. Younger. Shorter. Kurt Angle's real son. <laughs> uh, Maximum Models got voted Wrestling Observer News worst gimmick of the year. I mean, I definitely think there are worse things. But... You know. We do not talk about Shorty G. That was that was a blight on the career of the fantastic wrestler that Chad Gable is. I actually always forget that Shorty G was a thing. I'm gonna be honest with you. Thank God. The NXT tag team was baller. Um, yes. No, that that suplex, Bronson Reed. Yeah. Incredible. Tiny man, strong, strong, strong legs. <laughs> Tiny man, very strong. Legs. Why are you sounding like a caveman? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to swallow the Fallon Kiana drama from NXT. Okay. Listen, I said this is the best soap opera being told on developmental. We got the cock block last week where she found out, oh, no, he's got the brother. Now Fallon's all upset, you know. Dunn, uh, Jensen, whatever you want to call him. He's out here and he's like, I didn't even know what the fuck's going on, but you need to go apologize. She's your tag team partner. He's your friend. He's not talking to you, blah, blah, blah. And when she said, and I was a little disappointed because when she said, no, I'm going to do this in person, I'm like, she's going to go to Kiana's house and Kiana is going to have some dude balls deep inside her. Like she's going to catch, she's going to catch her cheating. We're going somewhere with this. But no, they go to the office. We don't know if there was anyone under the desk. Hiding. No. 
I listen. I still don't trust that Kiana's faithful. Like I, I don't. <laughs> I, I still think there's some shit up. But neither here nor there. She apologizes. Kiana kind of calls her out for being jealous. There's a little bit of that, you know, intrigue. They're like, does she have a thing for bro? Is that what this is all about? Blah 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 blah. Like they are tag team champions. I know you hate it, but uh, I, I I'm enjoying all of this, and I enjoy both Kiana and Fallon. Same. Uh, it's not that I hate that they're. I mean, I I kind of hate their tag team champions. It's just the fact that like you've made that clear. But they're not doing anything with the fucking titles. Okay, to be fair, did JC or not JC, uh, Caden and Katana do something with the titles every single week? Not every week. Exactly. But they. It's been like, like two weeks. Since they've won the title, I, I know because you hate because you hate it. But like that's the thing. Like I love Fallon and Kiana, them as a team. I was just like, okay. And then they won. They won it off of like the only tag team that's like legit. I, it just it just hurts my soul. Okay, I love Team Ninja Sex Party. Just let me just let me enjoy it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Spitter Swallow. I'm stressed over here. You are stressed. Um, <laughs> I'm always stressed. Stressed about the ninja sex party. <laughs> Aren't we all? I wonder if that's too long to be a title. <laughs> I don't know. You 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 can figure that out. It's not my job. Um, um you still creeping, Vince? <laughs> I don't know. He might be. I'm spitting. Um, Schism and Tyler Bate. Now, I love me some big, strong boy, just in general, and Tyler Bate, but I, I don't know how I feel about, like, Namaste, I'm gonna send you some positive vibes, kind of Tyler Bate, because then Joey and Gacy was just like, oh, four roots, one tree, or whatever the fuck they say. They're weird. I still don't like them. I, I don't want him to be associated with them at all. I, I don't know. And then Chase U is involved, and Thea has PTSD, and she's hugging her therapeutic microphone. I don't understand anymore. <laughs> Where did we go? Where did we go with this? I literally have three things from NXT, and I am 100% in agreement. Spit, bait, wanting to have tantric sex with the NXT fans. Jism are here to cosmically cock block him. Uh, okay. Chase U does not abide by cock blocking. They come out, they lose to Duke. Uh, they they lose, and Duke takes it out on Thea. Um, oh, no, I have four things. Sorry. For some reason, the bubble didn't show up there. It's, it's a whole weird clusterfuck, but tantric Tyler. He started doing this in NXT UK as I started turn, tuning out, and I was not a fan of, like, like you said, Namaste, Tantric Sex, Kama Sutra, Good Vibes, Tyler Bate. Like, it's not for me. Like, doing the Matthew McConaughey thing isn't it isn't working for me. That's not who I want. If that's who you are, that's cool, but it, it, it just, it's not for me. It's yeah. not what I want to see from a Tyler Bate. Mm-hmm. Um, post-traumatic Sex Dungeon. That is the title of the episode. We got there. You're welcome. I helped. Post-traumatic sex dungeon. You did. I fucking love that. I'm, 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 you know what? 
continue talking. I'm I'm going to make that title officially right now in the banner. Oh, I have to keep talking. You were like in the middle of a spiel about no, just, four notes I, from NXT. <laughs> I agree with you, and I, I I don't like Tyler Bate and that whole thing. Yeah, I just, I mean, his confrontation with not really a confrontation, his conversation, I guess if you will, with Mello and Trick towards the end of NXT. Had me intrigued because now we get Mellow and Tyler Bate next week, which that match is going to be fantastic. So I'm okay with it. Not what? Why are you making that face? Because I'm one of the people where, like, if I don't like what you're doing, even if I think you're a fantastic wrestler, I don't. I, uh, I'm not excited for Mellow Tyler Bate, and I'm sure it's going to be a great match. But again, Tantric Tyler doesn't do it for me, so I automatically am out on this match regardless of how great a wrestlers they are it's still tantric tyler going into this match it's still that gimmick it's still that character which is why i have completely lost interest in it if it was tyler Bate from nxt nxt uk champion tyler Bate, former nxt uk tag team champion tyler Bate, big strong boy wrestled pete dunn tore it down at nxt takeover chicago that i'd be into tantric sex tyler doesn't do it for me but you know who does do it for me? Carmelo Hayes. Exactly. So I'll be watching regardless <clears throat> and loving every second of it. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I'm going to swallow Mako and Roxanne's training session vignettes. Yes. Roxanne comes in and Mako's like just training some random people. And she's like, hey, can I join? And I'm like, what's up, Roxanne? Hi, welcome to the show. Uh, <laughs> she gets in there and they just do an extensive workout through like two commercial breaks where people are just falling off left and right, can't handle it. They finally finish and she's like, thank you for training me. And Mako's like, that was the warm up. Now we're going to train. Roxanne's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Which it reminds me of uh, that scene from um, Fighting With My Family where like they did the warm ups with Paige and everyone started like, you're going to tap, blah, 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 like that whole thing. That's what I think of. So that's how, like, I associate wrestler training. And same thing with Tough Enough. Like, they used to do that shit. Like, they run yeah. you until you quit, and then they get rid of all the stragglers and who's going to stick around. And Roxanne's the only one that can hang. Yeah. Then Roxanne wants to know, like, why are you training me? And she's like, because it's not about this. It's about this. I needed to see that you had the heart for the match that we're going to go into. And you proved yourself to me. So now we're going to go in there and I'm going to kick your fucking ass. You're not winning, but you proved yourself. You got it. You know, you know what kind of stage this match belongs on? Uh, roadblock? No, fuck roadblock. <laughs> this match deserves to be on NXT Sand Deliver Mania Weekend. You have Roxanne Perez, the best rookie year basically in nxt in wrestling nice. today basically as someone with uh rookie of the year award i understand that <laughs> and then you have the final boss herself mako satamora bro <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> yes exactly that's it's no fuck you jesus <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> why does he just add names to these there's no. no better stage for 
the rookie of the year and the final boss to scissor each other than stand and deliver. That's what you're saying. Yes, exactly what I'm saying. But no, we get it on Roblox on on free TV. No, on make me TV? pay for it. Uh, Katie, spit or swallow. Um, I'm going to swallow JC Jane, Andy Hartwell, Gigi Dolan stuff. I was about the match. I was I was all in it. JC's great. Crazy. I love it. Beating the shit out of Indy Hartwell for no reason. Disrespectful. Indy didn't do anything wrong. She was just there. And then Gigi just comes in and starts whooping on JC. And I was about it. it they showed their, their battle scars on Twitter. See, if, if you're going to give me the rookie and the final boss on fucking roadblock, then then give me this one-on-one at Stand and Deliver because I don't care anymore. I just want all my women's matches. Oh, Gigi JC definitely needs to be at Stand and Deliver. Um, you want to have a hard conversation real quick? Oh, no. I guess. So, like, you've been watching NXT since, like, how long? Uh, since it started on the well like i watched like when it was like a shitty like reality show yeah 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 no okay um and then like like, you you've seen indy's entire career on nxt right Mm -hmm. and i know those of us who have followed the journey of indy hartwell there's like a spot in her heart where we're like we we want indy to get called up like because she's worked so hard and she's been there forever she's boring as fuck she doesn't have a character exactly so why the fuck would we call her up because she is boring like i love indy as a wrestler (laughs) i loved indy with uh the way but ever since the way left indy has bored the fuck out of me and i don't see any value in her on the main roster i I don't i just like i don't need her on the main roster like there's been times like i off the top of my head, I wouldn't be able to think of anybody. Um, but not everybody needs to get called up. Like people can just chill in NXT forever. I, I mean, Angela Dawkins was down in NXT for how fucking long? So, like, I just, I have, if if you call her up and do something with that tag division, you can put her back with Candice. I suppose. Uh, shout out to Ivan from Circle of Bait hanging out in the chat. How's it going, man? Um, yeah, no, I just, I don't. She has not done it for me at all. And I feel bad about it because, like, as a person and, like, as a journey and watching her, like, be a rookie and join the way and blah, 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 and, like, the tag team title run. And you, there was a point in time where I saw her possibly winning the NXT women's title and I was all about it. And yeah. now. When Indy comes out, I just expect her to lose. And I don't see, like, beating Indy doesn't mean anything in NXT. You know what I'm saying? As a veteran in NXT, for the most part, for compared to a lot of these women, the one of the women who's been there the longest, who should kind of be at the top of the card, she's not. And beating mm-hmm. Indy Hartwell doesn't make a wrestler. No. It, it's it's un- very unfortunate. She's kind of like Leah. Stop. Just saying. 
but I do love Indy. She's a far better wrestler. Um, uh, yeah, Gigi coming out at the end of that match, wrecking JC, which is a hundred percent. Like, I don't care how fine JC has looked or how great she has been on the mic or entertaining her little like solo breakout has been. We, and by we I mean me and you, because I know that you're in line with me. Uh, will a hundred percent be behind JC or Gigi Dolan? Uh, in all things, Gigi JC. I pledge allegiance to Gigi Dolan. <laughs> you know, Isla Dawn, Gigi Dolan, Becky Lynch, Lita. I'm starting to think I have a fetish here. Like, I, even though her hair is orange, not red. Orange is kind of red. Like. I th- Matt, I think you do. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, then if you throw in shots, it's a Christmas fetish because, oh, red and green, Freddy, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Oh, my God. We're just making connections over here. <laughs> um, I do have one more from NXT that I forgot about. Okay. I'm swallowing the Don, Tony D'Angelo, defeating... Prehistoric Paul, Jurassic Jim, Ancient Andy, whatever we want to call Von Wagner. Fuck Von Wagner. Take your L's. I don't give a fuck about this whole thing with him and Robert Stone. But the Don gets the win. However, I'm a little concerned, Katie. Why? Don't say what I think you're going to say. Tony's been giving Stacks a little too much praise for me to be comfortable about what's going on in there's too much stacks is great, stacks is this, stacks is that. Like, there's a little too much praise going stacks' way that it's making me a little concerned about where uh, things are going with the Don and stacks. You think he's uh, the Don's going to be adding another person to the fishes? No. You think you think the other way? I think Stax is going to try and pull some shit. He's trying going to try and take the spot. He's going to try and, you know, uh, and mm. that's what I, that's what I thought you were originally going to say. That's why I was just like, Oh no, don't say it. Don't speak it into existence. (laughs) I'm not happy about it. Cause listen, it's not about being Italian. It's not about the gangster gimmick. It's about fucking Tony D'Angelo. Forget about it. Stax is along for the ride and Stax is cool, but it will never be Stax over Tony. It's Tony all day. Hell no. This is Tony's house. It could also be Chucky. That that is true. Oh my god, it all makes fucking sense. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, no, Von Wagner losing because fuck Von Wagner. Katie and Katie and Matt full on fuck Von <laughs> Wagner energy every week. <laughs> there, there you go. I was gonna say, please, please add another word <laughs> in between that. <laughs> you don't want a soundbite where it just says Katie and Matt full on fuck Von Wagner. <laughs> well, there it is. Good job. I know. I did it on purpose. <laughs> uh, Katie, spear swallow. Uh, my last one from NXT is I'm swallowing Ivy Nile versus Alba Fire. Y- you know I'm all about Ivy Nile. Tatum Paxley's being real fucking sketchy. They keep making it seem like she's the one who attacked Fakita. And if that's the case, why? Like, there's... It, Tatum really hasn't even, like, been on TV or even with like Diamond Mine. She had her nose broken a while ago, so she's wearing like the Seamus mask. But like they keep hinting at that, and then you know, Isla Dawn, my spooky witch, keeps saying that they're like their friendship's not real, and 
Diamond Mind's a family and Tatum's not in it. There's a lot of family-related themes going on in wrestling right now. If you really think about it, it's crazy. It's, but, like, the match itself, I love Ivy Nile. She's a little pit bull. And Alphire's fucking fantastic. So, a hell of a match. I just don't know what's going on with Tatum. And it intrigues me. I agree. And also, anytime Isla Dawn's out there now. I was I was not a huge Isla Dawn fan in NXT UK. Like, she was cool. But, again, then she comes over here and, you know, witchy vibes are working. It's doing it. The witchy vibes are witching. Yeah. Um, also, in the chat, Circle Debate, uh, agreeing that Stax could turn, maybe have a Crooked Cop in his corner uh, as his bodyguard. <laughs> In Dijak. No. Uh, I'm going to need the Don to come out on top on this, though. I, I'm all about Tony D. I, he, Stax can turn, but Stax is going to have to get his comeuppance, get his ass whooped in like a sleeps with the fishes match or whatever. I don't know what we can do. We'll figure, we'll, they'll figure something out. To look hot as fuck, too. Well, um, obviously. All right. I didn't think I was going to, but I'm going to swallow Wheeler Yuta versus Orange Cassidy for the All-Atlantic title. Free Kyle. Free Kyle versus Orange Juice? Yep. Uh, He's not in the, the reason <laughs> I looked, too. You saw me look. <laughs> I did. Um, the whole reason, though, is because after the match, like, the match was good. The match is good. I have always said that I feel like Orange Cassidy should mostly do the orange cassidy thing and only in times where he needs to break it out and i feel like i've been seeing too much of orange cassidy showcasing what a good wrestler he is and not enough of him doing the gimmick to Mm -hmm. where the gimmicks he the whole appeal for me of orange cassidy is that he is this guy who has this incredible gimmick who seems really lazy but then can turn up the the volume when absolutely necessary right but if every match he's turning the volume up and it's absolutely necessary, then it kind of the, the magic of the gimmick for me kind of goes away. Like yeah. it it for me cannot just be uh in promos and walking down to the ramp thing. Like it needs to play out in the ring as well. I get you. Um, but the match was really good. Wheeler's fantastic, OC's good. However, Claudio coming down and reminding Yuta who he belongs to when OC tried to hug him at the end just standing there like a disappointed father just next week I need him four wheelers match if he has one just in a rocking chair cleaning guns on the rampway <clears throat> if they were in Texas they definitely could do that they could just like a disappointed father like no you're not you're not dating my daughter and wheelers his daughter <laughs> not having yeah, basically it. I, I I didn't expect Claudia to come out, slap the absolute taste out of Wheeler Yuta's mouth to get him motivated. And plus all the backstory with Wheeler Yuta and Orange Cassidy and the best friends anyways. like Backstory that I don't really remember from Yuta's perspective, which again, funny that he talked about how abusive and mean the best friends were to him after the team that he's with Claudio comes out and slaps him directly in the face. Yeah. Physically abusive. Legitimately physically abusive, which we don't condone. 
But yeah, like it, it was because OC and Chuck Taylor, who I know you despise, were like very much caring for Will Yuta and like accepted him in the group because that's when Trent was out with his almost career ending neck injury. And then when he came back, Trent was like, I don't want this child in our group. No, thank you. And then Wheeler Yuta became an emo teenager and went off to hang out with the bad boys. Was that Trent not liking Wheeler stuff? Was that on like dark or I don't remember any of Trent not liking Wheeler. I really don't like that all just. (laughs) They kind of showcased it like here and there on Dynamite. They AEW'd it. Basically. I mean, listen, I feel like at this point it's been a while. So my memory of when things happened on like what shows is a little hazy, but AEW is a master at doing the opposite. Like, you ever heard the term just the tip? Yes. And I've been told that when you hear just the tip, it's never just the tip. Like, that's just okay. AW is literally just the tip. They just just the tip, just a little bit. And then then they pretend like they gave you all six inches. And that's being generous. Um they they come back and they say, Oh no, it wasn't just the tip. We gave you all six inches. And I'm like, I don't remember getting six inches. I remember just the tip, and that's all I ever got. Don't play like you no. AW does that a lot with their stories. They do. I'd still like an explanation for why Keith Lee's blonde now and maybe like a monk. What the f- <laughs> <laughs> No, see, it's because I fucking sp- I weird I said don't speak shit into existence. You say shit and it happens. I said out loud, I wasn't even on camera. I was just talking to myself because I do that because I think out loud, whatever. I'm weird. I said I didn't want Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes to do some stupid fucking tag team thing with Swerve and Baby Lesnar. I said I didn't want it. And look what the fuck I'm getting. You are. Um, I am hoping, because he is a big Dragon Ball Z fan, that blonde hair Keith Lee is just like his homage to like, it's Super Saiyan Keith Lee. That's what I'm hoping. I I don't get what the robes and the all that is. But I'm hoping this is like Super Saiyan Keith Lee, and he just can't say it because copyright. So, like, that's what I'm hoping this is. I mean, uh, hopefully. I mean, he did get a cinder block crushed on his chest. So maybe that, like, unleashed this inner... I don't know. I can't solve it. Time to get nerdy. In Dragon Ball Z, Saiyans get stronger after almost dying. Goku almost died was revived and then watched his best friend get murdered and flipped the fuck out and became a super saiyan but every time they get their ass beat severe like to almost the point of death and then come back they come back stronger that's how they keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger hmm. damn that's not nice um, <laughs> that's fucked up fuck you basically <laughs> so with the cinder block doing that to him this could be him coming back stronger Super Saiyan S. Keith Lee. All right. I'm intrigued. I hope you're right. If you're not right. But the problem I'll with this <laughs> is. Well, no, the problem with this is it's something that you need to just give us and explain to us and tell us on TV. Don't let us like, don't make us sit at like- home and like speculate and draw conclusions and not like 
don't give us just a tip and then I need I need the rest. I need the other five and a half inches. Five inches. Like, what I don't know how big the tip is. I need more. We, we can't be paying 13 bucks for speculation. Like Yeah, exactly. Um Katie's better swallow. Uh I I don't know. If, I guess this will be a gargle just because Ricky Starks is hysterical and a walking meme at this point. I hate the fact that he still has to deal with the jazzles, specifically Chris Jericho. When he said, I have an open contract, you know who I wish would come out? This little tiny plush right here. I was like, imagine a match with Adam Cole and Ricky Starks. That'd be so cool. I it's later coming. found out. You'll get there. I'll get there. I know. I mean, Adam Cole did show up on AW, and that's all that matters. And he's you, coming soon. You and Adam have a date. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm. It's going to be a great time. But, like, it, it really had to be Chris Jericho. I thought we were done. I really thought we were done. He's beat Chris Jericho. Why are we still doing this? But he did reverse psychology him. And Chris Jericho did the, the, the thing and everyone lost their mind. He was like, oh my god, he did the list thing. He he just clicked a pen. Everyone fucking chill. Uh, but Ricky's face, his facial expressions, the meme of his face everywhere after the fact, because he knows he duped Chris Jericho. That was the best part about it. I hate Chris Jericho so much. And we're back to Warren, because this is one of the things that we talked about. Um, okay. I, I'm spitting this. Um, I... Again, Ricky is fantastic, but Jericho, the jazz holes, it's all so fucking awful to me. It's all so cheesy. I literally was listening to Warren like praise this whole thing and how they slipped the contract signing by him and how he thought like Peter Avalon coming out was first off. I'll be honest, if this was WWE and they did the same thing and they had like uh, R Truth come out for a comedy spot to, you know, do an open contract thing. You're not gonna. You weren't gonna like it if it was Randy Orton and Austin Theory because that's the best quick comparison I could draw uh, for a veteran heel and an up and coming talent that they're pushing. And our truth came out to take Austin Theory's open chat. Like you would not feel the same way about this. I I truly believe that. Like you would not have been okay with this. And it's not the players because Jericho sucks. Sure. He does. He's he does unlistenable to on commentary. He ruins Rampage. Yeah. I I, I can't I can't get behind Ricky in this because I don't give a fuck to see him wrestle Jericho anymore. I hate it. That's what I'm saying. I don't like, want to watch Ricky start because Jericho comes out. I don't. Which is so disheartening because Ricky's phenomenal do you see that suit he was wearing come on man's got class man's got style i love ricky starks but for the love of god get him the fuck away from chris jericho all i'm saying is if you enjoy this and you had a problem with the mountain dew pitch black match i don't know where where we meet as people because <laughs> I'm not saying it was good, but I will watch this over the JAS any fucking day. I will watch Mountain Dew Pitch Black over that any fucking day. This is the JAS has been the drizzling shits for a long time. It's terrible. 
Um, at least the pitch black match had a good build and we were excited for it. It fell flat, but at least it had a good build. This has had a shit build that might have a good match. And I'd rather have a good build in a shit match than a shit build in a good match because then I don't give a fuck about the match going into it. And I don't. Okay. I really don't. Um, I'm going to tag on to that too. Uh, more Christian and Jungle Boy. Also, not a fan. Don't need more of this. It is. It, it was time for Jungle Boy to move on and do other things. Mm-hmm. Don't know why we're still doing this. Don't know why we're dragging this out. Because it's not like... It's this great long-term storytelling that's been building and, you know, it it ended. It was done. It was over. We told that story. Jungle Boy was supposed to move on, go to the TNT title to, you know, earn his spot. And now we've put, shout out to Jesus, a roadblock in that path in, oh, no, you're not done with Christian yet. He's not done with you. And I don't know why I'm supposed to, like, care anymore at this point i don't understand i've done this a lot (laughs) this is this is my serious thinking thing i do not understand and i can't fathom as to why the fuck we are continuously drawing out these stupid storylines that we don't care about christian was gone christian was injured We weren't thinking about Christian. Jungle Boy was out here thriving with some Jungle Hook action. And then he's like, all right, sleepy child, you're going to go do your thing. I'm going to go be a single star. And we got so excited. We were like, yeah, Jack Perry, TNT title, go for something. And then Christian comes back. And Jungle Boy can't pull the trigger because he's being a little puss about it. Give him the goddamn concerto and your problems would be solved. And this has been dragging on that Jungle Boy can't pull the trigger. Jungle Boy yeah. can't do it. And it was supposed to be done and over with with their last match. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be the solved. Evil Dinosaur got involved. And then, and we, then we got the feud with the Evil Dinosaur. And then the Evil Dinosaur is gone. And, and then he was supposed to pull the trigger on the Evil Dinosaur. And when's just... the last time he saw Luchasaurus on TV? One step forward, two steps back. <sighs> Um, go ahead. Spit or swallow. Oh yeah, that's my trip. Uh, I'm gonna swallow. I'm just gonna group up together. Everything they're doing right now with the AEW women, which is a thing I would never thought I'd say. I'm I'm liking this right now. The the Jamie Hater Brit side, the Soraya Tony side, Ruby just being like, I just want the title. Fuck you all. Plus, the match with Tony and Willow was. I love Willow Nightingale. She very well could be a AW original if they ever decide to do that, which what I would like. I want my Blood and Guts match. I'm okay with this. And we get a triple threat. I, I don't know. The triple threat I'm iffy about. I really just thought it would be cool if it was Jamie and Ruby one-on-one. I, as much as I love Soraya, I still don't trust her fully in the ring yet because I just, I'm, I'm scared for her. Like, okay. it, it's, it's the same thing with the American Dragon, Brian, everything. I, I was very scared for the longest time after he came back when he was finally cleared. So it's going to be the same thing with Soraya for a long time. 
you it's have scary. any issues with her matches that since she's been back in AEW or her in-ring performance? I mean, uh, I will say her. I don't know. It's weird because I'm trying to think back to like how Soraya Page was pre-injury, but like it for some reason I'm like having she seems no, very similar. Not even that. I'm just saying in-ring performance. AEW women's wrestler Soraya. Okay. Do you have any issues with her in-ring performance or what she's doing in the ring? Like, do you think she's putting on bad matches? No. Because Not terrible. Again, this is the last time we're going to bring it back to this. <laughs> I listened to Warren. And this is this all ties in because I talked about all the stuff that Warren enjoys that I just cannot stand, like Ricky Starks and the contract signing, right? Yeah. And there are things that I actually enjoy in AEW that Warren does not like and does not. He is not a fan of anything Soraya right now. He said that he's kind of thinks that they sold him a, or sold Tony a bill of goods. Um, okay. He's not behind it. He's not interested in it. It's not doing it for him. He doesn't really like what she does in the ring because he feels like it's very much, from what I understood from listening to the show, very much, you know, her WWE style wrestling, which, again, I don't have a problem with. And if you do, that it is what it is. I have enjoyed all of this, but it's one of those things where I want more because yeah. we've kind of gotten the same thing every week and it hasn't gone anywhere as far as Soraya and or Tony gets a win. They go to get the spray paint. And then either Brit, Jamie, or Ruby comes out and runs them off and they don't spray paint somebody. Yeah. We saw it on Dynamite. We saw it on Rampage tonight. And there's been a little, but it's not really about Jamie and the title. It's not really about that. Yes, Soraya wants it. Yes, Ruby wants it. But this whole story is these outsiders and the originals. And then this outsider. And where does she stand? Yeah. And that's the story that's going to play out. That's what has me interested is where does Ruby's, where does it fall? Does, is she going to be neutral and win the title maybe and do her thing? Because I agree it is time for her to shine. It's been a very long time and she absolutely deserves it. Does she turn on Brit and join the ex WWE women and have a three person faction? Does she side with the AEW originals and say, fuck those guys. Like, that's where the story is going. I think we... So, Revolution's literally next week. So, after that triple threat match, I think the outcome of that should, hopefully, kickstart what you're talking about. Because it really is originals, outsiders, and where people lie. And battle lines are need and shall be drawn like, where is Ruby going to go? And, like, that's something we've been talking about since Tony and Soraya. I got really confused. Tony and Soraya were just like, nah, fuck this. We came from somewhere else and we're going to we're gonna make this division ours kind of thing. I, I, I agree with you. I do want more out of this. I That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to start building to a blood and guts match because I think that's what they deserve. Mind you, this is the most women I think I've ever seen on AWTV is since their inception. So that's always going to be a plus for me. But they really do need to like do more with this. Thunder Rosa is coming back, which listen, it's going to be the most WWE thing and 
AEW fans and people who want to pretend wrestling's a sport are going to fucking hate it. But honestly, for me, if Ruby sides with the Outsiders and helps Soraya defeat Jamie to become champion because she's running the group, that is my kind of stuff that I get into and I enjoy. And I know a lot of people who love AEW would hate it because it's very WWE to do something like that. But that's why I love wrestling. That's why I watch it. You can still have a great match and do that. Yeah. Now, Bakley's saying Ruby is is over all the shit, refuses to choose sides, chooses the title, and I'd be cool with that too. Um, but if Thunder Rose is coming back and we're working towards like possibly a women's blood and guts match and we need sides and you've got, you know, either Sky Blue or Willow or Thunder Rosa over there with Britt and Jamie, and then you've got these three women and maybe Athena as the four over there. Like, again, I'm with it. You've also got Layla Hirsch, the alien. You've got all these people ready to come back as well that we could add into this mix really divide and draw sides when they did the the jumping backstage stuff i was like all right cool now we're not just spray painting people now we're doing more yeah they did use the spray paint but now like that's what i want more of that's the kind of shit that i want to see more of these outsiders doing and i'm going to continue to call them the outsiders because that is essentially what this is mimicking and that's what i think will make this a success is you make them a female nwo and you don't call them the nwo they definitely need a better name than whatever the fuck it was that they came up with that I'm not even going to use because it was stupid. I don't remember it. Do you, do you want me to tell you what it was? No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm with you. And also, I got Sky Blue versus Soraya, and I got Tony versus Willow. Uh, one was a really good match. One was really fun to watch. So hmm. I wonder. I'll let you I figure out which is which. I know the answer. Uh, I'm spinning Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal winning the Battle Royal. I had so much faith in Trent Beretta. I had so much faith. Fucking triple. It's triple J now. It's not even double J. It's triple J. Because fucking J. I. The chat wants you to tell them what the name was. Oh, uh, it was. They were called the Freelancers. Yeah. Fucking stupid. We can do better. I know um, you told us it was going to happen, Bakley, but it's still fucking awful, and I never need to see Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett as a tag team in that tag team division, let alone winning things, like a battle royal. Yeah. And getting title shots, again, because this sucks. Because like, you have a thousand tag teams in this goddamn division, and you're telling me, let's push Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal into this fatal four-way? I'd be down with Top Flight being the last team. But Jeff Jarrett and Jay Luther shouldn't even be in the fucking match. Matt Hardy should not be with Ethan Page. Christian Cage should not be with Jungle Boy. Jeff Jarrett should not be in AEW. Uh, and Jericho should not be with Starks. <laughs> Some of those people are past the point of needing these ex-old heads tied to them and should be doing original feuds between themselves somewhere in the mid-card not being involved with these guys that honestly, in my personal opinion, don't really have any value to AEW. Like Jericho did when they started Mm -hmm. and he is a big name, 
Matt Hardy does not have any. There aren't people tuning into AEW to see Matt Hardy. I'll be honest. There are not people tuning into AEW because they want to watch Christian. And I guarantee nobody <laughs> is tuning in to AEW Dynamite because they wanted more Jeff Jarrett in their fucking life. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I wanted. As a 26-year-old woman, that's exactly what I want on my TV every week. Jeff Jarrett. Woo. Fucking. Katie Spitter Swallow. Oh, it's my turn already. I'm crazy. Um, where do I want to go? Where do I want to go? I'll. I don't. I don't know how I feel about this. I. I guess I was gargling for now, because it's the six man tag that started off SmackDown. Because like I love Imperium. Like they teased me slightly with Drew versus Gunther, which I would be okay with. Sheamus and. Gunther were a banger. Drew versus Gunther will be a banger. If I get that at Mania, I'll be okay. But Madcap, Braun, and Ricochet being a random trio put together. Uh, the Viking Raiders attacking Drew. For like, why are we? I thought we were done with that stuff already. They're just continuously. Pushing stuff longer than it needs to go. This feud is stale. I don't want it. Exactly. It really was just like a random ass team. Ricochet was wrestling in jeans. I have questions. The only thing that you said that I have in my note, or that you didn't say that I have in my notes is, could not give less of a fuck. <laughs> I couldn't. Okay. This came out, I love Imperium as a heel team because that's what they are. They are heels, and I know that, you know, they represent some things or they kind of imply that they represent some things that make But, again, it's a heel tag team, and I, I'm personally cool with that um, because they're characters. I don't get mad when I watch Glorious Bastards. I'm not going to get mad watching WWE, neither here nor there. Um <clears throat> The other side, Madcap Moss doing this all. Emma convinced him that, you know, the crowd turned on him, and that's why. Could not give less of a fuck. Braun and Ricochet yeah. could not give less of a fuck. Viking Raiders attacking Drew in a match that had nobody that Drew gave a fuck about other than he kind of has an issue with Imperium. Yeah. Could not. You're, you're wrestling the Viking Raiders now. Why are you worried about... Gunther and Imperium when you've got two crazed Vikings that we'd like you to finish. He doesn't want to deal with the Vikings anymore. <laughs> I don't blame him. They have yeah. Smelly Sarah with them. I don't want to deal with their shit either. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess I'm with you on that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I am going to swallow the MJF Brian Danielson promo. I literally forgot to write that down. That's awkward. <laughs> First and foremost, MJF comes out and tells us straight up he got dumped by his fiance. And reports are saying that this is a shoot. This is not a work. Actually split up. And you know what? I was a little curious when he was bringing all them women around with him as to how that was going to play out with his fiance and how she was going to handle that and I had some questions about what was going on there because I'm not going to lie. 
MJF does not strike me as a loving, faithful boyfriend. Hell no. I mean, listen, Naomi, his ex fiance allegedly, could do so much better. Just saying. He wants to wrestle with people's shoes now. Sorry. Uh, the Will and wear shoes. Will probably fall asleep in the passenger seat while Allison carted around the passenger princess. Um, <laughs> Brian Danielson, MJF goes on to say, Brian Danielson has one thing that MJF wants, and that's a family. And Brian is taking that for granted, that he's had more concussions than anyone in this business, and every time he steps into the ring, he is choosing wrestling over his family, and he's fucking selfish, and it pisses MJF off. And MJF says he's going to give Brian Danielson CTE. And, again, that person that I've been talking about all episode brought this up, and I didn't really notice it until he brought it up. MJF specifically wanted to talk to Brian Danielson's kids and looks in the mic and addresses Birdie. And Brian says, don't you do that, but doesn't do anything about him doing it. But when MJF gets in the ring and threatens to permanently end his wrestling career, that's when Brian goes to blows. So is Brian really choosing wrestling over his family? Is his career really more important to him than anything MJF had to say to his children or his wife? Is that really who he is? Now, if if I'm Brie Bella sitting at home watching my, my husband and his feud and everyone's favorite slash least favorite rat bastard starts talking to my kids and my husband does not go down and sucker punch that rat bastard in the mouth, I'm having a serious conversation with my husband when he gets home. Oh, yeah. Like... <laughs> don't don't it's it's like the same thing with Samoa Joe when he would be like oh Wendy to AJ it's like that fucking thing AJ would went ballistic as soon as Wendy's name was brought up as he should as he should that's that's your wife that's your woman I'd be the same way like if if I was in this position if I was Brian Danielson I am now the American Dragon Jake Long Brian Danielson and MJF is talking shit about my kids, I'll game over. I, I'm going to need every person in the back to hold me back. Like, no, no. And then you get threatened with CTE and then you start whooping his ass? Come on. Ryan, you're better than this. Uh, Vince asked why he, he brought up the story about his fiance. And honestly, A, something that I enjoy in my wrestling that I know not everyone does is it's taking a little bit of real life and mixing it into the story, which I'm completely cool with. But B... Uh, it was kind of an. It wasn't to get sympathy, but like why he is such a heartless, cold bastard. Because it, in everyone's it, story, did I freeze? Okay, yep. there we go. In everyone's story, they are both the hero and the victim, especially in someone like Max's case. In every situation where something bad happens to him. It's never his fault. He's the victim. In every situation where he succeeds, it's never because he did something wrong to somebody. It's because he's the hero of his own story. We all are. We all see ourselves that way. You look back at every conver- confrontation, For the, think about it, most confrontations that you have with other people, 
from your viewpoint, they are in the wrong and you are not. Because you are both the victim and the hero of your own story. And Max is one of the most convoluted, or not convoluted, uh, egotistical, um, self-obsessed people on the planet. And that is more true for him than anyone else through the lens of professional wrestling. Yeah, he's a condescending prick. That could also be something that they're doing. Um, see, I, I can see why people aren't feeling MJF Brian, because maybe they're, they're sick of Max making things like extra quote unquote purse personal and like the stories he tells, like when he was talking about his high school sweetheart and like doing an actual crime. Uh, that was, that was, that was a thing that happened. And this time talking about his supposed breaking off his engagement with Naomi and not like, I should probably, not like Trinity and Naomi, like not different people. Her name just happened to be Naomi. Also, um, the girl that uh, he committed the crime to, his name was Liv. So yeah. there's yeah, and a then lot people of confusing are like, aspects there. And then people are blaming Liv Morgan, which don't, fuck y'all. Don't bring her I would me. love... I'm gonna. Uh, I will let you finish. I'm sorry, but I would love if, like, in the continuity of AEW, the reason Naomi left MJF is because he admitted to the crime that he committed against Liv in that car, and that was like the breaking point of their oh relationship, where she's like, "That's not someone I can marry. He really is a piece of shit." That'd be fun. I mean, it was only like two weeks ago, so maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm, I like that story. Um, but no, like people probably are just ever since it, he makes his feuds like more. personal i guess than most but he's an evil vindictive bastard like that's what he does oh me too and that's what i said he's my favorite rat bastard um it's okay like he it started with the punk stuff and punk was his idol and all of that and the same thing with brian he just has this vendetta against people he admired as a child or when he was younger Brian was one of those people too. So I look at that. He punched William Regal in the back of the head, and Regal said, No, I'm out this company. Fuck this. I'm done. (laughs) See you guys later. So I don't know. I'm about it. I'm okay with it. Vince says it's the same feud every time. Not necessarily. Yes, he has the you need to get through these matches or these labors or whatever in order to get to me. That's all the same. The stories are different. I agree. That's just kind of his gimmick. And again, I said, if he's going to do that, eventually one of these times, one of those people that he picks is going to have to fucking win and stop somebody from getting somewhere. And they're going to have to go a different route because I will say there is a bit of repetition in every MJF feud. Here are your labors. Here are your trials. Here are your, you know, your stipulations to get to me. And then we watch them do it. And then they get their match. Wardlow included. Like, boom, boom, boom. So. Um, Katie spit her swallow. I've got two more things from Dynamite, too. I apparently just took very shitty notes for Dynamite. I don't know what happened. I was apparently just not in the right mindset this week. I don't know what happened. That's why you're here. <clears throat> but I'm, I'm just going to go on to SmackDown while I'm still here. I'm gonna swallow Kofi Kingston LA Knight 
Love me some New Day. Also, big shout out to Xavier Woods because he's going to be a selectable GM in my GM mode in 2K2023 along with Tyler Breeze. And like that makes me happy because I love Tyler Breeze. So love them. And Ellie and I were just talking his shit. He was like, I deserve to be at WrestleMania. Coffee Case is like, hold the- no, you fucking don't. You've been on roster for like two months. Take it easy. They brought up Kofi Mania, how Kofi busted his ass to get there. True. 100% true. It's all factual. And then we get the match. And I love, like, it's Kofi fucking Kingston. He rarely puts on a bad match. And LA Knight has, I guess, now moved on from Bray. So people can not worry about that anymore. They can chill. So I'm okay with this. If we get if we get LA Knight versus Xavier Woods next week, I'll be okay with that. Like, I'm I'm fine with this. It's a nice little thing that they got going on right now. Yeah, no, LA Knight wanting his mania moment and New Day coming out and say you earned that shit. And LA Knight being like, hey, Kofi, how'd your mania moment turn out for you? Like that whole how did that play out? And Kofi's like, I won the fucking title. Like to Moments. my point, that's what matters. Like how it ended, how his title run went after he won it. Inconsequential. He was champion. At WrestleMania, he won it. That's what matters. Loved that yeah. little Kofi confirming all of my thoughts thing in there. Like, <laughs> um, and sometimes the title run is the moment, like Roman, where this historic title run that he's been on, which a lot of people love and some people don't and think isn't as great as it is. I'm not going to point fingers. Um, not you. Obviously. I was like, what the know, fuck? <laughs> not, no, not you. Uh, that whole thing is part of that that moment that because when someone does beat Roman Reigns, that is the moment, and this is all leading to that. And it doesn't matter how he won his matches, how many he won clean versus how many he cheated to win. It's the fact that he has held on with a death clutch to this championship for so long, built an insulating layer around him, much like Triple H with Evolution back in the day. All of these things. And when that time comes, when someone comes along and finally takes that away from him and penetrates him or penetrates his his bubble, his fortress, and rips those away from him, the moment is going to be big and those guys are going to be made because Roman is the man in WWE. He's the big dog. He's the tribal chief. Do you remember when his nickname was it's the big about dog? those moments. And again... LA wanting his moment and then be like, you got to earn it and be like, well, you're nerds. Well, yeah, we're nerds and it's made a shit ton of money. And how Facts. did your mania moment go? And it went great. I won the title. Like, fucking loved it. Um, yeah, LA like that. No, fuck you guys. <laughs> so this is actually kind of, so I'm swallowing that the fact that the House of Black is challenging the elite because you talked about it, but I missed the stuff on Rampage last week. So this is like my first viewing of it. Okay. However, yeah. tonight, in the tag team match with Australian Open, uh, the lights going out mid-match, and then the lights going out after the match, and House of Black showing up, and then not doing anything, and the lights going out and them disappearing. Not for me. This is not how, no. The lights go out, they come on, House of Black wrecks house. That's what happens. Again, <laughs> Too much just the tip, not enough six inches. And with House of Black, they got a full 10. They could have given me. I would have accepted six. They could have given me 10. 10's being generous. <laughs> no, 10's <laughs> not being generous. 
Uh, with the listen, with the three of them, come on, that's being generous. Being generous means that they have less than ten, and I'm giving them more credit than they deserve. Oh, okay, fair. That's what well, I'm saying. I'm I'm it, tired. It, it's been ten's not even being generous. Ten's an understatement. <laughs> an understatement. It's that's been a long day. <laughs> ten's an understatement. Uh, but yeah, no. <laughs> I need more out of this. Like, stop just kind of poking me and fucking stick it in, please. Well, <laughs> so I think they have to now. Well, like revolutions next week. Like I said, they've had literally three shows to build this, which I don't know, not enough time, in my opinion. But the thing I always think about: the lights are off for. Okay, so House of Black shows up. Well, yeah, House of Black shows up, and then the lights go off, and then they come back on. How long? Like, this is a genuine question. How long do you think the lights actually are off for? Like, give me a guess. 20 seconds. Where the fuck do they go? I think about this every time. Do they really just, like, sit? But then where do you go after that? Or they just sprint to the back. Bro, I would trip and fall. (laughs) I think about it literally every time. They're just talking about how Vince doesn't have any money to sub. That's basically what's happening. Because Bagley subbed and then Vince, why aren't you subbed? No money. Use your free sub. No excuses. Yeah. But like, literally, I it like, logically, it makes sense that they run to the back because like the ramp's not that long. But it's so fast. My brain just like, just haywires and I never know what to do. Matt's sub lapsed and he has to do it on his computer and he hasn't got around to it yet, Vince. Matt's been subbed. Yeah. Uh, but no, Not I fair. love House of Black. Yeah. Uh, next week. Katie, spit or swallow. Um, I'll save that one for you. I'm, I'm just gargling the face-off between Charlotte and Dominic because okay that's not what I wanted I wanted Rhea and Charlotte to face off which credit worth credits do Charlotte looked damn good that outfit was fantastic I don't know what I don't know exactly what it was but it was beautiful but I didn't need to have Dominic be the mouthpiece for Rhea the fuck is that about not a fan I did like that Charlotte said, well, I have a real poppy at home, but are they, with a much thicker accent. And then Buddy Matthews also tweeted something about Rhea having a poppy, too, and that was funny. Fuck you, Vince. That is a trash-ass uh, take. That's fair. But I didn't... I expected more out of this face-off, honestly. And I didn't get everything I wanted out of it. I really like this. Charlotte and Dom segment. Swallow. Dom talks about Rhea topping him because mommy is strong. Charlotte <laughs> says she's got a real, like you said, a real Latino man at home with a thicker accent and a bigger dick. Charlotte says her decrepit father could beat up Dom, but since he's not here, she'll do it and starts undressing to do so. And then out comes Rhea to make the save. Um, the only thing it was missing was whips and chains and maybe a sex toy or two for the pegging for Dom later, which they could have got at MySensualSecrets.com. MySensualSecrets.com 
boasts one of the largest catalogs on the web across all varying levels of adult toy categories with toys for him, for her, and for both. The product line is extensive and compared to other competitors in the sexual wellness industry. Orders ship within 24 hours, so customers are always satisfied with both the price and quality and results of the product. MySensualSecrets.com has top-rated reviews and exceptional customer service. So go to sensual.creationworld.com to receive 10% off your order today. That is sensual.creationworld.com. But no, there was a lot of innuendo in there. Like the a way lot. she said that her man had a thicker accent. Yeah. She even she even like looked dumb up and down mm-hmm. while saying that. I was like, oh, okay, Charlotte, take it easy, take it easy. And how Dom is a sub, he's sub Mysterio and he, Rhea dominates him in the bedroom and he enjoys it. Like it was all there. I mean, some people just have all the luck. It's not really fair. <laughs> Charlotte got the best work out of Dom since his debut. I'm not disagreeing with that. It's just not what I wanted out of this face-off. That's literally what I'm saying. I wanted Rhea and Charlotte, like, personally. Yeah, but Charlotte Charlotte still loves her deadbeat dad, unlike Katie and Dom. Um, Yeah, unlike me. And that's, wow, me and Dominic have something in common. That's crazy. Oh, if House of Black wins, his boycott's over. That's why he doesn't want them to win, because he's enjoying his boycott. Okay. Oh, Oh, yeah, because he said since the leader champions. Just whatever. Anyways, continue. I'm going to swallow the fact that, uh, especially in the main event, Aunt Flo visited Dynamite this week. Why did I not write anything down? Because <laughs> not only did we get Jungle Boy bleeding, which I spit the segment, but he bled everywhere. Mox bled. Evil Uno bled. Evil Uno gushed. There is a difference. No, it, Evil Uno's a squirter, ladies and gentlemen. He became a fountain. Yeah. Uh, it was squirting out of Uno like a ketchup bottle as Mox squeezed his head. <laughs> then you had Tiny Hands and Reynolds Rap attacks Mox, but Claudio and you to come and make the save. Hangman goes for Mox with barbed wire. Mox is bleeding. There was a lot of, there was more blood. Nah, I'm not going to say that. There was a lot of blood this <clears> week <throat> on AEW Dynamite. It was it was definitely the week that Ant Flo came to Dynamite. Yeah. Um, well, it's it, yeah. They only have one more dynamite before I keep bringing this up. One more dynamite before Revolution, so they're kind of just like trying to crank shit up, get it ready. I I'm getting really sick and tired of people body shaming wrestlers. I would like to put that out there now. The amount of body shaming I saw towards Evil Uno, who, if you look at his resume and his in ring ability. He's probably more talented than a lot of fucking people on that roster and all the people who talk shit online. Point blank, period. So, enough of that shit. Evil Uno died for our sins in that main event. Good for him. I mean, I loved the match. I don't know why the fuck I didn't write it down. I was really slacking. (coughs) But it, it set up everything. Like, Hangman did what he was told. He did wait until after the bell. He respect he respected that, but I I mean it makes me excited for Hangman Mox four, four yeah, on next Saturday. So I liked it. I was I wasn't expecting all of the blood. Well, Mox was that, so I was expecting that, but not Evil Uno. <laughs> you got all the blood. I did all the blood. I. As someone who does bleed, I don't like that. 
we'll talk. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Um, I just wanted to show Vince the title in case he missed that we came up with the title and that it's here. So, Vince, Post Traumatic Sex Dungeon is the title. Um, uh, yeah, no, uh, uh, he had a good showing. Like, I was not about Evil Uno. You know that. I've kind of shit talked Evil Uno, and it had nothing to do with his look or his weight or anything like that. I just, I the character and his AEW gimmick just doesn't work for me. And I think that the dork order is kind of fucking corny. Like, that's just where, but he came out and he showed it. Like, he stood toe to toe with Mox. He got his ass whooped. He got his ass whooped, but he took that ass whooping and he, he had a good showing. So, you know, shout out to Uno. Um, yeah. You want to do it? I only got one swallow left. I don't know what you got left. Um. Well, no, I already talked about that. I mean, I have a swallow, and I mean, we kind of briefly touched about one thing, but I can go more into detail about it. All right, go ahead. Um, because I'm le- I'm leaving the good thing for you. I'm leaving that for you. I know what you want to talk about. That is yours. I've been saving that one for you. Oh my God. Uh, he, bro, look at the look at the thing. I don't know. This is absurd. But <laughs> I, we brought up deadbeat dads. Rey Mysterio needs to beat Dom's ass. This is getting absurd. He let this 26 year old child. That's my age. Push him around, get in his face, and then Ray was puffed up his chest like he was actually going to do something about No, being an actual pussy. Santos said, listen, Ray, I respect you, you know, all that. We exchanged masks, which that was cool. That was awesome. I love that Santos was just like, listen, KV Webs, that's cool. KV Webs, like, that's fine. But Santos was like, I'll beat Dom's ass for you since you fucking won't. Everybody will beat Dom's ass except his own dad, who needs to. And that's the problem. I don't trust Santos Escobar. WWE has trained me to believe that I cannot ever trust anything that Santos says because of the way he did the Don down in NXT and pretty much everyone else except for, you know, his familia, the the Legato del Fantasma. Uh, he even abandoned them for a little bit. He came back, but you know he, he went and got a pack of cigarettes, and it took him a while to find his way home. Um, we, we all can't be that lucky. So as he was talking to Ray Mysterio about like respect and all of that, I'm sitting here. I'm like, you're gonna do something fucked up to Ray. Like I don't trust you and your intentions for Ray Mysterio and this respect that you say you have for Ray Mysterio because that's not who you have been since the day I met you. You were the guy who came out with his mask and immediately ripped it off and. Wiped his ass with it and said, "Fuck lucha wrestling, I'm I am lucha wrestling. Like you're that guy." So all this respect shit, I don't trust. Then Dom Dom came in and confused the shit out of me because then Santos was stepping up for. So I don't know where this is going. I'm interested. Now, I, I, yeah, I know. I I want I want to believe that Santos is doing this out of the respect thing listen i know i know it's not actually true it's fine i'm okay with that but i'm just saying everybody is being like hey ray your kid's being a pain in the ass you want me to you want me to you know kill him i got it it's fine everybody but ray mysterio that's why ray's the worst dad of the year two times in a row i believe tc 
Tell me if I'm wrong. Are Probably for number three. Already up for number three. We're two months into 2023. Already up for year three. It's terrible. Uh, my final swallow for the evening. Because uh, we, we are pushing time here. Um, and shout out to Bakley because he said he wasn't going to believe it until he saw it. We are getting Bray Wyatt versus Bobby Lashley. Despite the slander that I heard on the recent episode of Young Kings Wrestling about my boy Bray, which I will not abide. Um, even though I love you guys and your show's great. Still hurt my feelings. Um, Firefly Funhouse, Bobby and Bray feuds begin. We got the weird news segment about who left the door open. The can you keep a secret? You know, it, it's it's starting. It's happening, and now the build for whatever that match at WrestleMania is going to be is beginning. We've started afresh and anew, and Bray is all about the build. So I'm very excited to see where this goes. How Bobby handles it. Three times going on four. And if and how the Hurt Business and possibly, you know, uh, Uncle Howdy and any other members of the Firefly Funhouse come to life are involved. Mm -hmm. We also got the return of Ramblin' Rabbit, who is Bray's favorite pet to abuse. And ladies and gentlemen, we do not abide by abusing your pets. We abide by treating your pets properly. And if you want to treat your pets properly, go to dog.com. Dog.com is your online dog supply shopping information destination. Everything your dog needs from toys to treats and food is available, including collars and leashes. They even have outdoor gear and water safety gear for your furry friends. So go to dog.creationworld.com to receive up to 64% off your order today. That is dog.creationworld.com. And if you're not a dog person, you love the pussy, they got stuff for your pussy too. It's all there for you. Dogs, cats, everything you need to treat your pet properly. Good job. Proud of you. I really didn't know how I was going to get that in, and I made it work. I tried to give you one, but you did not take the bait. So, What was it? I I brought up, I, I briefly mentioned it, that Roman Reigns used to be called the Big Dog. Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah. You and Travis, it's just don't, nothing. It's nothing there. Every week. time I try and help. Uh, but no, Fire Firefly Funhouse. One of those things I can't say fast for some reason. I loved it. It was it was giving me chaotic energy. Uncle Howdy was the meteorologist for some reason. Remember, I was in a little coat. I love her moment, so like that was fun. But I I was so okay with it. Was so fun to watch. I laughed out loud a few times. Listen, I'm always with you on this. I love the Bray stuff. And him and Bobby is going to be cool because it does add the factor of, well, what if her business gets involved? What if Uncle Howdy and other members uh, possibly show up and get involved? Like, there's many different factors into this. And this is a long enough build, 36 days, give or take, for this to work. I'm 100% okay with it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Giddy, final spit or swallow. I, I I don't have anything else. That was that was my last one too. Okay. Well then. Uh <laughs> what was your favorite show you watched this week? Oh god. But I, I know this question's coming every time and I'm never prepared. Um uh, I'm gonna give it to Raw. I feel like I say that every time, but KO Sammy. Becky Lita, Oscar Nikki, Chad Gable. 
Same page. Monday Night Raw, best show of the week as per Yay. Matt and Katie of the Smack and Raw podcast this week. Uh, Katie, plug yourself for everyone watching and or listening. You can follow me on Twitter at KatieRassin13, the link to my Isaac, all things She Elite Showcase, twitch.tv slash She Elite Showcase, typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern, youtube.com slash She Elite Showcase. Uh, videos are up there. They're more entertaining. Go watch those. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if you want to listen. Newest episode I did by myself. The weekly show is up on the channel. Inside the Mind of. Newest one with Allison from Botched Spots and Chair Shots. Another thing I have to say slower and mess it up. Thank you. Um, is up on the channel as well as all the other interviews. I am there'll be a new story time probably coming next week. I'll film it this weekend. Uh, it's gonna be about SummerSlam when I went. So yeah. No, no, don't make that face. It's not about any of that. I promise. You can follow me at MattRidgewitzEdmeTTRIDDR on Twitter only. Also at Getting Off if you want to follow me for horror content. Katie, I, I believe Justin and Reek, if we can get a hold of him and find him because he's supposed to be there, uh, are recording something for Getting Off that should drop Pornhub exclusive very soon. And then another actual episode of Getting Off will be coming probably next weekend. We'll work that out as well. So look for that. Uh, Creation World is a banner under which the Smack and Raw podcast exists. You can follow them at creationworld.com. You can go to patreon.com slash creationworld to support us. If you're watching us on Twitch, as they were talking about the chat, you get a free sub with Amazon Prime. Go give us a sub or at least use that free sub for your favorite Twitch streamer. If you were watching us on YouTube, you can subscribe, hit the notification bell, know every time we go live. If you're not doing that, you can follow us on It's Creation World on Twitter at I-T-S-C-R-E-A-T-I-A World. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and that will tell you when we're going live because we tweet before every show. And you can follow us on Pornhub and watch us on Pornhub at Pornhub.com slash model slash creation world, which is my favorite fucking thing ever, so you should go do that as well. For the Sultan of Step On Me, Miss Katie Kinsey Bay Bay. That's me. I am the patron state of podcast award, Matt Ritter, and this has been your number one. No. Shit, I almost did the outro for Creation World. This has been the number one <laughs> wrestling podcast on Pornhub. 